Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome back to the fire pit. Richard here for another fire pit conversation. And it's uh, great to be back here and uh, on this summer afternoon. And uh, it's a little warm, a little muggy, but that's okay. We're going we're gonna to get through this. We're going to punch through this uh, best we can. And so just it's good to be back just to be able to share a little bit more with everyone this week. Um, just some things that have been kind of pondered in my heart and uh, that I'm really excited to kind of to dialogue with everyone about today and uh um so i hope this uh this this is a, a helpful uh conversation um and just uh before i kick it off uh, you'll see some more conversations coming up soon but uh just about the anvil men's boot camp coming up in just a few short months less than three months away uh november 10th through the 13th 2022 we'll be back for the um the anvil, and I'm so excited about that. So excited to be joining um, uh, everyone, all the men that are going to be making that journey to to North Georgia uh, to be a part of that weekend. It's a, a, such a always a, such a wonderful time to to get together with uh, so many brothers, and 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 then what um, we get to journey through together as we look to encounter God, look to get reoriented, help men get their hearts back, and. Um, it's just going to be an amazing time, and so I hope you'll join us. And so look for the link in this bot and in the description of this video at deeprootsministries.org/slash/anvilbootcamp just to be able to learn more about that um, and and register. Come join us, Cleveland, Georgia, November tenth through the thirteenth, twenty twenty-two, uh, for the Anvil at Strong Rock Camp. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but as I get ready for this week's conversation, I'm just uh, it's been interesting, you know. I've uh, my reading has been a little bit different this year. Um, I was a part of a program with uh, um, with some men at my church where we dialogue or walk through a series of books over the uh, in rapid succession over a number of months. Um, so, uh, so it was a little prescribed reading. And then at the same time, at the beginning of this year, I decided to for the for first time in quite a while to venture through Scripture and doing that with uh, um, with some fellow. Uh, um, brothers around the country that uh, that have walked through um, some similar uh, journeys with me, and uh, so it, it's very exciting to to do that and be able to dialogue on 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 what God is revealing as we walk through the Scripture. And uh, we just wrapped up the Old Testament uh, this week, and uh, and so we began Matthew this morning, and uh, so now we're diving into the New Testament, which I'm excited about. Um, but uh, there's one, there's one thing that really kind of hit home for me. First, um, being really the first time I've really dove all the way through Scripture like this, in this fashion since I really surrendered my life to Christ back in 2015. Um, God's definitely opened my eyes in a lot of different ways. The perspective has changed, the, the way I'm seeing the story and all the pieces together. Has really been different and good, and which is which has been awesome because I'm in more and more fashion seeing how all these pieces kind of line up together. Um, so I'm excited to see uh, all that. And one of the things that I shared with the the men I'm walking on this uh, walking through this scripture with um, is that reading if you read Matthew chapter one, um, a lot of that first part of that chapter is really just the genealogy of Jesus, going all the way back to Abraham and just following through. 
um, through the line of David and uh, through each generation of how um, um, of how that um, how, how Jesus came to be through that through that line. Um, but what was fascinating this time around, usually it's so easy to just kind of walk through, skim something through something like that very quickly. But I found myself really kind of recapturing the story of a lot of those individuals that are in that line. Um, uh, so it was, it was it, it, as I had more, I think a, a lot more depth of understanding of, of who those people were and, and how they fit into the, the larger story, both the good and the bad. Of, of what they did, those that did well, um, and those that didn't do so well. Um, so, uh, but one thing that was a thought that kind of stuck out to me this past week, and I was in, uh, near the end of Second Chronicles as we were wrapping up um, the Old Testament, and Second uh, Chronicles 26 was talking about King Uzziah. Um, and you know, it's and if you read through Chronicles, it's just following or kind of re-encompassing the entire history of Israel and uh, some genealogy pieces, but then following through recapturing some of that history, kind of a, a hopeful summary of the Old Testament through the exile and return from Babylon. Um, but King Uzziah, where it says in verse sixteen that, um, or before verse sixteen, where it talks about how he did what was pleasing uh, to the Lord in the sight of God, and he did those things well. Um, uh, and the way he was trying to please God and trying to follow the law and, and all those things. And, um, but then they got to verse 16, where it said that, but when he became proud, uh, when he became powerful, he also became proud, which led to his downfall. And that's out of the New Living Translation where I'm reading that, that translation. But um, So King Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king. Um, so really, he had to be honest and think about how much initiation of his soul had been able to take place before that time, before he was thrust into such a powerful role. Um, and uh, he may have started well. He had the, 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 the example of his father, Amaziah, um, who, who, did, who did well in following uh, the law and following God. Um, so he had that example, but as power... Um, grew for him, pride snuck in. And uh, it was just, it was interesting. And I was kind of processing some thoughts and I was taken back to something that I read um, from uh, Morgan Snyder from the book Becoming a King, which I would definitely recommend. And I know I've talked about that before. But uh, one of the things that he says that uh, to the desire to be powerful, to lead, care for, and bring goodness to a man's realm is central to the soul. Men entrusted with power, but who, having unaddressed and unattended rifts in the masculine soul, have brought harm to women and men and children under their care. It just got me to pause, and I and I put some thoughts together and and, and sent them out to some people, and um, because it just really got me under, just kind of thinking about how easy it is for us, especially as men, to let our gifting. And desire for success really outrun the pace of our soul, and outrun our, our the deepening of our union with God. And how often, how many of us have fallen into that that trap where we got a taste of of, of a little bit of power, we got a taste of success, and in that we become prideful. I think it's very easy for so many of us, and I think there's a lot of us that can that can say that. And I I, I don't know I've, I've 
definitely fallen into that into that realm at some points in my story as well. Where where have we placed kingdom over character? Um rather than character over kingdom. And I think that's that's something we have to really kind of question ourselves in ourselves and in our stories and looking at how we how we pursue this life. Are we looking at how are we looking at the development of our own character in our intimacy and union walk with God versus the building up of our own small k kingdoms of what what does that look like when we're so wrapped up in, in kingdom building and just like King Uzziah, how many times has it led to our downfall? Where has our, our, our gifting and our success and our pride gotten in the way so much that in the end, all it could do was come crashing down? It was the only way for God to get our attention. And uh, so we had to begin. To, this is something I really wanted to wrestle with. And I wanted to share uh, on this conversation with the, uh, of that question of... Um, where have we allowed that? Where have we placed kingdom over character? How well have we handled the domain we've been entrusted with? And what is the fruit of that? Whether it's good or bad, what has been the fruit of how well we've um, steward the, 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 the domain that God has entrusted each of us with? We had to begin to address that and address that, those questions and, and, and find some significant answers to that. And that's something I've really tried to spend some time really walking through. Because um, I know at times that I've, I've allowed myself to get caught up in feeling like I'm doing good things. But at the same time, it became my plans, my way, rather than trusting and allowing God to take the lead and, and do what He wants to do through everything. So um, that's really the gist of the conversation this week. I don't have a whole bunch else to add to that, but really just questions to ponder, for each of us to ponder and, and really wrestle with. How well are we handling our kingdom? Those that, uh, And how well have, have we stewarded those that God has entrusted us with? And, and what has been the fruit of that? And our, have we allowed pride, success, or that need for pride, that desire for, or not that, ne- that need for success, that need for power, have we allowed that to, to overtake us? in such a way. And even so, for many of us, we can even see and pinpoint points in our story where the downfall has happened because of that. Where has God had to deconstruct parts of our lives, parts of our hearts and our, and our narrative in order to do that? And and I've shared this, um, I may have shared this on the, some of these conversations in the past, but I've shared this with uh, many of the brothers that I'm close with that uh, for me, and uh, and this is true, and I, forget, I always forget the, who who wrote this originally. But uh, Morgan, another quote from Morgan Snyder, um, is that the heart of a man. It's not it's not his quote, but something that he shares in his teachings. Um, that the heart of a man is in, is like a it's like a dense city. In order for something new to be built, something has to be torn down. And I think God has used a part of my, especially the last few years, of to tear down some of those pieces for me where I've maybe haven't fully yielded as much as I know I should have or I thought I had that I knew, but, but that he's revealed that, hey, you, you, you haven't fully 
trusted me in these areas as much as you think you have. And he's had to he's had to rip some of those places down in order to be to build the good that he wants to continue to build within me. And I know that's the that that's what he's up to in, in so many of us. So that's just something to wrestle with this week, to ponder and think about. Where do we need to look at ourselves in terms of character versus kingdom? What are we building versus what are we allowing God to build in us? And how is that? Um, and what what is the fruit of all of that in our life? Or what can be the fruits of all that all that if we get out of the way and allow God to do the work? So that's where I am this week. Um, so I hope this was helpful. I hope this was an encouraging conversation for y'all. Um, and uh, I'd love to be able to um, hear any feedback you may have. And uh, if there's anything that was helpful um, in this. But uh, I look forward, again, I'm so thankful to be able to sit here and, and, and dialogue on this stuff. And I look forward to being back here again on another Fireproof Conversation. So until next time, friends, take care.